Hello, my name is Cody Braun, and I am here with our very first episode of What's Your Money For podcast, and today I have with me Tyler Braun. Tyler Braun just got done giving a 567 workshop, and most of the people who came there had no idea what 567 even meant. So Tyler, you want to talk to us a little bit today about what is 567 and what was that workshop about? Yeah, so we, we did a seminar last week on retirement uh, income, 567, and one of the questions that I asked is, did anybody have or wonder what 567 is? And a few people raised their hand, a lot of people laughed, is one of the few corny jokes that I had. And ultimately, must there's, be some of that financial financial humor <laughs> you have. There's a lot of huh? that. Uh, so ultimately, there's 567 different ways for a married couple to file for Social Security. So when I say that, people are a little bit taken aback, and they're saying, "Whoa, that's that's way more than I thought." Originally, it was, "Oh, take it at 62, or take it at 65, or what's a full retirement age?" There's all these different questions that go into it. When really, it's a huge decision that you're making. If you think about it, you're adding to Social Security your entire working career. So you, if you start working at 20 and you work till you're 65, that's 45 years of 45 years worth of contributions that you're making into something. And now you're at a point in your life where you have to make this decision and you want to make sure that you're making the right one. So, I mean, that was one of the things that really jumped out to a lot of people there is how many different ways there are uh, to take Social Security. And that's really where that name was derived from uh, with that 567. So let's take it back to the basics here because Social Security is a, a big topic on a lot of people's minds, especially if they get to that age of retirement. Um, so let's just answer a few questions here. So really basic, when can you first take Social Security? Okay. Uh, and that's a common question that we get. So most people, the early retirement age is age 62. There's obviously a few exceptions that go into that. But for most people, the earliest they would qualify for taking their benefit is age 62. Right. Uh, that's known on your statement. You'll see that as the early retirement age if you're looking at a Social Security document. Um, from there, then, the most known, aid, or most known age that would come forth is your full retirement age. So for a lot of people that uh, are right now in that process of thinking about retiring, their full retirement age is going to be closer to 67 years old. So what most people look at is they say, well, I, I might want to retire at 65. Right. How does that work for me? So what they do is the, the Social Security Administration, each year that you delay taking that benefit, even if you're not working, you're going to get a compounding raise each year. Typically, it's right around 6% per year. So every year that you delay that Social Security benefit, it's getting 6% larger for you so you can have more income when you do take it out. Uh, there's another age that pops out to people, and that's age 70, and that's your maximum retirement age. Um, and each year that you wait from that full retirement age, so if that's 67 for you, until that age 70 or maximum retirement age, you'd have an over an 8% uh, increase on your benefit per year. So it's pretty substantial if you think about it. If you said, do I want to take it at 62? Is there any benefit to waiting till 67? Well, that's five-year time period, Right. And you're getting a 6% raise per year. That's almost a 30% gain on your benefit. If you said, is there any advantage from waiting till 67 to 70? You're getting an additional 8% per year. That's another 24% raise above and beyond that. So they're pretty substantial numbers. Just know, this is my disclaimer, every person's different. So it comes down to what they have in assets, what their ultimate goal is. Is there longevity in their bloodline? Where do they see their retirement? Um, there's a whole sequence of planning that needs to go into making that decision, uh, but that's some of the nuts and bolts behind it. 
Very good. So a couple things came up there when you were sharing that. So one, you mentioned the word statement. So when would somebody get a statement from the Social Security to have any idea of where to even find or see that information? Well, they used to get them a lot more often than they do now. So the federal government stopped mailing those out on an annual basis to save money on postage because it literally saves millions and millions of dollars. Uh, So you can go to ssa.gov which is, you know, SSA stands for Social Security Administration.gov, SSA.gov, and you can create a login on there, and ultimately you'll be able to see your statement after you log in, um, go through some security questions and so forth. SSA.gov. Correct. Is it easy to navigate, or is it one of those things you're like, oh boy? No, it's pretty easy. I mean, you'll create a user ID, a password. In addition to that, they'll ask some security questions based on your credit history, so they'll verify that it is you. Uh, Typically, tend to send you out a text message, and away you go. Very good. And does everybody qualify for Social Security? Not everyone, right? There's earning credits that need to be Uh, made. So they look at your work history. You can earn X amount of credits. Typically, it's four credits per year based on the income that you receive. And then they take an algorithm and take those highest credits of earning that you have, put it into an algorithm and tell you what you qualify for on a monthly basis. So it's a very simplified answer to a complex question that you asked. If you don't have enough working credits, you would not qualify for Social Security. Now, where there are some exceptions, is it okay that I go through some exceptions yeah, here? Some one-offs? Uh, let's say that you're a, a stay-at-home spouse, right, where you're staying home and taking care of the kids. There's things called spousal benefits that can take into uh, or be put into place. So uh, ultimately, if one of the spouses is working uh, and they're the person bringing home the, the income so the other one can stay home and help with the children and help with family, Uh, they don't have an earnings record, right? That spouse that's staying home with the kids doesn't have an earnings record. Um, Ultimately, they'll qualify for what they call a spousal benefit, which can be up to 50% of whatever the other spouse was receiving. So it doesn't hurt the the other spouse's Social Security. Um, There's different ins and outs that need to go about that same thing. There's a lot of planning that goes forth with that, but they could receive up to at a certain age, 50% of the other spouse's benefit um, without hurting that spouse's benefit as well. Very good. So I can definitely see why there's 567 ways to take uh, Social Security because you've already mentioned many exceptions and all this stuff. Sounds really complex. Uh, A couple more questions here. What if somebody qualifies for Social Security but doesn't take it? So Is that even possible? Would somebody even do that? Well, you'd be, I mean, you could you could look at it and say, I qualify for Social Security and I want it to grow. And you're taking those compounding raises like I talked about until a certain age. But after age 70, it's not growing outside of your cost of living adjustment. So if you're age 70 or past 70 and you haven't taken Social Security, you should really turn it on, right? And the reason I say that is they're, they're not giving you that 6 or 8% compounding raise anymore and you're leaving money on the table. They're just going to give you a cost of living adjustment like they would any other retiree. So you literally would be leaving money on the table. You know, if you think about it, after your full retirement age, whether it's 66 or 67, a lot of retirees have heard of the term double dipping. Uh, and all that means is they're taking their Social Security and possibly still working. You can make as much money as you want to after you've reached that full retirement age and take Social Security without a penalty. Uh, so for some people, that's a strategy that works out really well. But, I mean, if you're past age 70 and not taking Social Security, you need to turn it on because you're just leaving money on the table. Good stuff. You shared a lot of good information with us. Really appreciate that. Uh, the age-old question I have 
So for those of us who are not yet at retirement, there's been conversation about there, is Social Security going to be here? Is it not going to be here? Give us your gut feel of what you've been reading, what you hear out there. What's going to happen with Social Security moving forward for future generations to come? That's a, that is a loaded question if I've ever heard one. So ultimately, um, I don't have a magic ball or a crystal ball that I can look into. Right now, we're at the process. We're just about to start to run a deficit on a yearly basis, meaning that we have more money going out than we have coming in, and we'll start running in the red with regards to what we have set aside in reserves. So we have a large pool of reserves right now to pay out Social Security. What we're running into is the baby boomers are the second largest generation out there right now. Millennials are actually the number one um, or the largest generation inside the United States. The baby boomers for a long time were number one, and they're retiring at over 10,000 baby boomers per day. So as they retire, they're typically claiming their Social Security benefit. And as they do that, it's a large draw on that fund, right? They're pulling out a lot of the reserves that are in place. So with that being said, they could do a lot of changes. What we've seen in the past is they increase the full retirement age. So they're incentivizing you to take that early retirement at age 62 because they pay you out less money over the long haul, right? So they're in when they increase that full retirement age, they're basically saying we want to keep more money in the system, right, for a longer period of time. So they can increase or push back that normal retirement age. I think that they'll continue to do that. That's just a personal thought process that I have because they've done that in the past. They increase the amount of income that you make on or what they tax you on. So in the past, I believe, you know, they might have taxed Social Security tax up to one hundred and three thousand dollars. Um, now I think it's closer to 127 or 120,000 that they tax you Social Security tax on. So they'll continue to up that threshold so they have more money going into the system as well to hedge that. And then I think we could see taxes change. So a portion of your Social Security right now is is tax exempt. I think that possibly could go away in the future as well. So they have more tax revenue to help float that um, just to keep it solvent and keep it something that we can still rely on as retirees. Good stuff. Well, Tyler, it, we are about here at time today. I just want to say thank you so much for joining us and sharing your knowledge and insight with us here. By no means are we making any recommendations to anybody. Social Security is definitely subject to change. But if you want to tune in, we're going to be talking every week on different topics of what your money is for. So I hope you can join us or you want to share this with somebody that it would make sense for. You can check us out online, catch a webinar, catch some of our upcoming events. But if you want to learn more about Social Security, I highly encourage you to get connected with uh, an expert, uh, or you can also start online at ss.gov. SSA.gov. SSA.gov. That's why he's smart, and he's here with <laughs> me today to make sure that we are going to the right location to find all of that. So thank you so much for being with us here today, and we look forward to having you with us next time. Awesome. Thank you.